0: For the last two weeks, I have shared some important money skills to give you an excellent head start on achieving the financial future you want for you and your family. I began with what it takes to put yourself on a financial even keel to achieve financial stability. Last week, I talked about your money blueprint and how it, more than anything, will determine your financial life. Today is understanding where you are and where you need to grow in order to become a street smart investor. Let me start by saying there is nothing magical about becoming a great investor. No one was born knowing everything they need to know to become rich from their investments. Like everything else in life worth doing, it's all a matter of defining, staying focused, and devising the strategies for making those goals come true. To succeed as an investor, you must know all you can about how the investment game is played. And of course, it all starts with you. My friend and colleague, John Burley, best-selling author of Money Secrets of the Rich and Super Savvy Investor, made a startling discovery. Despite the many and varied personality types in the world, there are really only seven basic types or levels of investor. And while it's common for any individual to drift a little from one investor type to another, most people will stay fixed at one level for their entire lives. The bad news is that they're often stuck at a level which prevents their financial success. The good news is that anyone with a little effort can acquire the knowledge to upgrade and perfect his or her investment skills. Through this awareness of knowing what type of investor you are, you can adopt or maintain the attitudes required to get you to your desired level. You can then invigorate this awareness with appropriate action to give yourself the results you desire. Let's jump in with the first type, Level Zero, the non-existent investor. They have no credit, zero savings, and zero investments. Money seems scary because they don't understand it. When you have no savings or investments, you'll feel the negative emotions of fear and anxiety because you're very close to financial ruin. This is the exact opposite of security, which creates healthy emotions of calm, confidence, and mindfulness. If you're sitting at level zero, I recommend you listen to my show titled Money Blueprint. The next type of investor is level one, the borrower, which technically isn't an investor. How much of your money is yours and how much you pay toward your debt has a lot to do with how your debt got there in the first place. There are several reasons we accumulate debt, like paying for an unforeseen emergency or unemployment. But most often, debt is a result of bad spending habits because unless you're spending cash, it's costing you money to spend money. More than 50% of Americans spend more than they make, leading to a debt-centered financial life. Spending more than you make sells your income to the future. Without a plan to catch up to the cost of the money you've already spent, your debt will accumulate more debt through interest. Living month-to-month also creates a situation where you have nothing to fall back on if money runs out. And unfortunately, this overspending lifestyle perpetuates the myth that we'll catch up on our debt in the future, keeping us in the same situation year after year. The level one borrower refuses to see that the problem is not necessarily their income or lack of it, but rather their incomplete financial denial regarding their money habits. Unless you're willing to change, your financial future is bleak. We form our habits over years and years of doing the same thing repeatedly. Money habits like ignoring your debt, Impulse buying, shopping to boost your mood, spending on convenience, or spending to impress others can decimate any attempts to become debt-free. If your financial life could use a makeover, look to see which bad money habits you're following. Rather than assuming a fixed mindset that says you'll be in debt forever, break the cycle. Take charge and start building good money habits. Your debt and financial struggles don't have to hold you back. Our third type of investor is level two, the saver. This person usually puts aside a small amount of money on a regular basis into very low risk, low fixed rate of return vehicles, such as a coffee can in the cupboard, savings account, short-term certificates of deposit, savings bonds, or money market funds. The saver usually saves to consume rather than to invest. A new TV, a dream vacation. Frugal people love to save. They think it's the right thing to do. Technically, there's a difference between being frugal and actually having trouble spending money. Frugal people might go to great lengths to save and not waste. They may repair their clothes instead of buying new ones or get a kick out of shopping at secondhand stores, for example. People who are stressed out by spending don't necessarily share the same quirks. They just don't like spending money, period. They go their entire lives without spending any of what they've worked so hard to save, skipping out on hobbies or activities that could bring them happiness and purpose. Many people who are indifferent to money feel they only need a modest amount of money to be happy. But unless they've already saved enough for their golden years, the saver is destined for financial mediocrity. It's important to understand the time value of money. As time passes, money is worth less and less. A dollar today has significantly less buying power than even a year ago, and the impact can either financially make or break you. It's important to consider inflation, income taxes, increased longevity, and today's higher cost of living regarding your retirement. It's impossible in this world to work hard enough to save your way to retirement. Honestly, how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in a savings account? You must invest your way to retirement starting as soon as possible. You can't put it off another year because every year you put it off, it will cost you more time and more money in the future. If you're not working on a financial independence game plan, you're working on a financial dependence game plan. The fourth type of investor sits at level three, the passive investor. The passive investor is aware of the need to invest and usually participates in their company retirement plan. Sometimes they dabble in the stock market or buy an investment property so their daughter has a place to live rent free. The reality is that investing can be an intimidating word and concept for many reasons. The complexity of terms, tax implications, considerations related to short and long-term planning, and the magnitude of all the different types of investments that need to be understood, along with knowing there will be market fluctuations making your net worth go up and down. So the passive investor asks someone else to manage their money, leaving all those money decisions to a professional because it's just too complicated, or there's too much paperwork, or they believe they're just not very good with numbers they don't understand money and never will. The passive investor has a lot of excuses that relieves them from having responsibility for their own money and future. Due to their beliefs, they have no idea where their money is invested, often earning very little return, which they don't realize because they really check their portfolios. They believe in the buy and hold and pretty much do nothing when key factors move the market up and down, such as supply and demand, wars, inflation or deflation, changes in government fiscal and monetary policy, corporate or government performance data, disasters or extreme weather events, regulation and deregulation, consumer confidence, or the level of trust in the financial sector or legal system. The fifth type of investor has reached level four, the automatic investor. This is the person who's clearly aware of the need to invest. However, unlike the passive investor, they're actively involved in their investment decisions. Once you determine how much you can and want to invest each month, it's important to turn on auto investing. This is where money is taken out of your paycheck or your checking account each month and automatically deposited into your choice of investments. Choosing this option is important because it takes the legwork away from needing to invest each month. Additionally, studies show that we're built for present bias, which is the idea that the farther away something is, the less important it is. Essentially, it's much easier to spend now rather than save for later. Automating your investment contribution allows you to set it up and leave it alone. That way, you're not tempted to spend investing dollars somewhere else because you won't even see those dollars before they're invested. If money is associated with freedom, then compound interest is one of the most useful and relatively low-effort tools out there to help people take control of their lives and reach their goals. The strategy is simple. Sock away the money. Leave it be, trust in the market's historical upward trend, and let compound interest do its work. The results are incredible. This is how wealth is built. By automating your investments, you will be passively growing your nest egg and getting yourself closer to reaching your financial goals. After this break, I'm going to move you further down the road of investment success by helping you understand our last two levels of street smart investors, those that have reached true financial freedom. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you plan to be a street-smart investor, you must build a rock-solid investment philosophy and belief system that governs every investment decision you make at every stage in the investment process. And that's a great segue for our sixth type of investor, Level 5, the active investor. These are the people who are very clear on their principles and rules for investing. Their vehicles of choice might be real estate, new businesses, or the stock market. Their investments may vary, but their principles and rules seldom do. They don't get in the game unless they know the rules. Millions of investors worldwide are systemically marketed a set of myths, investment lies that guide their decision making. This conventional wisdom is often designed to keep you in the dark. When it comes to your money, what you don't know can and likely will hurt you. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is pain. Ignorance is struggle. Ignorance is giving your fortune away to someone who hasn't earned it. The active investor actively manage their investments, striving to optimize performance while minimizing risk, fees, and taxes. Investing well is about doing the right things, like ignoring all the noise in the marketplace, as much as it's about avoiding the wrong things, such as knowing the importance of protecting against losses. The active investor intimately understands money and how it works. Timeless advice from legendary investor Warren Buffett said rule number one is never lose money. Rule number two is never forget rule number one. Of course, it's easy to say not to lose money. What Buffett's rule essentially means is don't become enchanted with an investment's potential gains, but also look for its downsides. If you don't get enough upside for the risks you're taking, the investment may not be worth it. I often ask people, what are you investing for? The responses vary. Returns, growth, assets, freedom, fun. But rarely do I hear the answer that matters most. Income. We all need an income that we can count on. Consistent cash flow that shows up in our account every single month, like clockwork. Can you imagine never worrying again about how you'll pay your bills or whether your money will run out? Income is freedom. Let me repeat it. Income is freedom. Positive cash flow is what counts. You can be getting rich on paper and still not be able to meet your bills unless you have positive cash flow. There are a lot of reasons and literally thousands of ways to increase your cash flow, and most of it has to do with financial flexibility. The more cash you have coming in, the more options you have in terms of lifestyle, ability to weather an emergency or economic downturn, and to build an awesome war chest for future investments or business opportunities. Other rules may be related to the importance of diversifying your portfolio, or as I teach, the importance of asset allocation, which is way better than diversification. It means dividing up your money among different classes or types of investments, such as stocks, bonds, commodities, or real estate, and in specific proportions that you decide in advance according to your goals or needs, risk tolerance, and stage of life. Asset allocation is the one key skill that can set you apart from 99% of all investors. We've all heard the old adage, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Asset allocation protects you from making that financial mistake because you're spreading your money across different investments, which decreases your risk, increases your upside returns over time, and doesn't cost you anything. Most people typically favor one type of investment because they feel they know more about that area or because it's currently providing them smoke and returns. Some people put all their money into real estate, others in stocks. If you don't diversify enough, you stand to lose your shirt. Are you hearing me? No matter how well you plan, there will be a day of reckoning for every type of asset. So diversify or die. But if you diversify well, you'll win. It's our human need to feel in control and to know what's coming next so we can feel secure. It's the need for basic comfort, the need to avoid pain and stress, and also to create pleasure. Does this make sense? Our need for certainty is a survival mechanism. It affects how much risk we're willing to take in life, in our jobs, in our investments, and in our relationships. The higher the need for certainty, the less risk you'll be willing to take or emotionally bear. And that's where your real risk tolerance comes from. The next key to taking control of your investing is to become aware of how you influence your own performance. Investing performance is your performance. It reflects your training and conditioning just as much as if you were a trained athlete competing in a race. Those who've trained well will do well. Those who aren't prepared and know little about themselves won't. Psychological awareness means knowing your emotions and knowing the patterns in your behavior. It requires that you realize that there is a connection between thoughts and emotions and your performance in the market. We have to process a tremendous amount of information in order to make decisions. If you're betting on a horse race, that takes a few minutes. A poker game can last a few hours. A day trader might hold a position for a day or two, maybe even a week. Someone who buys a put or a call is speculating on what will happen in a couple of months. A person who puts a coin in a slot machine is relying 100% on luck and will get the results in seconds. A Warren Buffett investment might be smart or it might be stupid. We'll all find out in a decade. Short-term investing is about luck, unknowable and outside your control. Long-term investing is about skill, and honing your skills can make you rich. The holy grail is when you know yourself and what you want and then design an investment method that fits your personality. The seventh and final type of investor has reached a level that very few achieve and fewer still manage to remain there. Level seven, the capitalist investor. Their principal motivation is twofold. First, to be a good steward of their money by having their money make more money. The capitalist not only creates large amounts of wealth, they invariably also create vast legacies of innovation, efficiency, economic prosperity, and employment opportunity, thereby greatly increasing the standards of living for hundreds of millions of people throughout the world capitalism has been and can continue to be the greatest engine of prosperity ever devised and we need it now and certainly in the years to come. The capitalist investor's second principal motivation is to build a legacy of purpose through philanthropy to help create a better world over the long term. The secret to living is giving. That is to say, by contributing to the well-being of others, our communities, and the world at large, we find more meaning in life. Capitalists, along with many high-profile people, have learned this lesson, choosing to donate their financial resources to communities and causes that need support following the lives of famous investors is a great way to piggyback off their learning and decades of experience so that you might be able to skip some of the hardest and most expensive investing lessons. No matter where you fall on the spectrum of investment types, two big keys to investing success include understanding why you want to invest and why it's important to invest confidence is often an underrated key to success. If you're confident in your knowledge and abilities or at least your ability to learn, success is on your doorstep. But if you aren't confident in your investing prowess, it's difficult to believe that you're making the right decisions, not to mention if you lack both confidence and knowledge, it's harder to get where you want to be financially. Before you put a dime into the market, you should know why you're investing, which relates directly to your long and short-term goals. Having goals not only gives you a finish line, but helps you determine how much you need to save, how long you have to save, and how much risk you can tolerate. Why you want to invest boils down to the five ways you can make money. One, putting yourself to work equals employment. Two, putting other people to work means owning a business. Three, putting your ideas to work means you're inventing, marketing, or consulting. Four, putting your money to work is investing. And five, putting other people's money to work utilizes leverage. To keep it simple, people make money or money makes money. In some way, shape, or form, it's trading time for dollars. People make money. Or a form of leverage, money makes money. You can leverage your time, your ideas, and other people's knowledge, as well as other people's efforts to create wealth for yourself. If you don't, you'll be stuck in the financial rat race of trying to create money one way, trading your time and effort. As you well know, you eventually wear out. You can only work so much in a day, and you don't want to always be on the treadmill. You're capable of becoming your own best financial manager, which leads you to becoming a street-smart investor, and now's your chance. You don't need someone else doing it for you. You can learn proven strategies and stick to a plan, and you can start right where you are. The biggest risk of all is not taking one. Thanks for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business. Tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hi, I'm Kara. I'm a teacher here at Early Head Start and Head Start. I've lived here all my life and I love being a teacher. And I love working with my co-workers. My co-workers here are just like my family. I'm happy to be helping the youngest people in Northern Nevada. If you want to be a teacher here at Head Start, you can call us at 775-786-6023.